Hello and welcome, everyone. My name is Matt, and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories, and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Hello, everyone, and thanks a lot for tuning in to Journey to Freedom. We have just reached over 20 episodes so far, so this is very exciting for my journey with this podcast. It all has started only a few months ago, and I really did not expect it to grow this fast in such a little time. And as always, thank you so much for supporting my work, subscribing to this podcast, and also supporting me on Patreon. And if you are not joined to my Patreon community, check out a link to this week's description to Patreon and find out about all the stuff that I share about on this page. On Patreon, I share exclusive content with you, such as personal spreadsheets, weekly show notes, great links to travel videos, finance advice, and so much more. And as I have recently surveyed my Instagram community, I found out that you are very eager, eager to learn more about travel content from all around the world. So that's why today I'm bringing you a very special guest all the way from Sydney, Australia. And I mean all the way because I'm assuming you're tuning in from US, Europe, or maybe Asia. So Australia always seems to be super far. We have Amanda Grace Suvondo. Amanda is originally from Yogyakarta, Indonesia. She's a professional musician living in Sydney, Australia. Amanda is an owner and founder at Academia Music Academy, as well as the founder and managing director at Amanda Grace Creative her own business that manages floral designs and bridal parties and elegant events. With Amanda, I decided to have two episodes where we discuss both what living in Sydney is like and her journey to becoming a professional jazz pianist in Australia. On this episode, I want to ask Amanda everything about Sydney. We will cover some of the best places to visit, Amanda's personal recommendations, cost of living, weather, culture, and so much more. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and come back next week as we'll continue our conversation and talk about Amanda's amazing life story with jazz, music, and her creating her own business. So let's get started and find out more about Sydney. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today and taking your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Great having you here, especially that we're talking right now. It's... Uh, 8 p.m. right here. It's 10 in the morning right there. So it's a 14-hour difference. So it's pretty crazy to have this conversation over the uh, the internet. But I'm really glad we're able to connect and talk a little bit about, you know, uh, Australia, about travel, and especially about your business in the next episode. Yes. Excited to share my story. Let's get started with some of the basic questions before we jump into, um, you know, talking about Sydney, Australia. Let's talk about a little bit about you. And if you could share with us um, where you grew up in, and why did you decide to move to Australia in particular? Yes, yeah, so I actually, um, I was born in Yogyakarta. It's in Indonesia. So it's a, it's kind of like a big city, um, but it's more traditional. While Jakarta is more like metropolitan, a lot of buildings, um, traffic, but Indonesia, in Yogyakarta particularly, it has like, different food like um traditional food um traditional culture so it's more traditional it's still big but it's more like towards the 
um, traditional side. And, and yeah, so I decided to move to Australia because I wanted to learn um, not just the subject that I was thinking of doing in college um, back then, but I also wanted to learn like different culture, different um, language. Um, I had a chat with my dad about that all the time. Like, I want to learn like different culture as well as different language because I believe like I can just do it like um, all together in one go. Um, and I, and surprisingly, like I moved to Australia, I I just discovered that I had a lot of um, things that I never actually known before because I just knew that um, I want to live to a Western country, but it's a totally like different. Australia is different. While I travel like around around the world, like I discover that it's very unique about Australia, especially Sydney because it has like there are different culture everywhere around the world. Did you go actually? Have you have you been to Australia before you moved there, or did you go straight and you decided decided to live there? I actually went to Melbourne um, before in. 2008 or something oh no I think it's like longer like back then mm-hmm. um, I went to Melbourne uh, just to you know just have fun and um, just have holidays but I've never thought that I was going to study in Australia like in Sydney in particular I've actually never been to Sydney um, but the course that I was going to go was the one that I was most interested in because it was doing um, music contemporary music um and yeah i want to do something like artsy um and also like learning language so and then like sydney yeah because it's very close to um indonesia it's about like seven until eight hours on a plane um and yeah it's kind of like the closest western country and yeah so that's why i decided to move to australia and was this Sydney in particular, was it mainly because of the distance, because it was close by, or was there just any other reasons that you, you want to go to Sydney? Because I know that there are so many other places, like, you know, like you said, Melbourne, Brisbane, Perth, there are so many other places where you could go to. Yeah, so um, it's because of the college that I wanted. Um, and I actually, like, consulted with some of my friends who lived in Sydney and also live in different part of um, Australia, and then, like, we were asking about suggestions. What do you think about this college in Sydney? Um, I went to this college called C3 College um, in uh, Oxford Falls, which was like very far away from Sydney. It's not really Sydney. Um, It's like about an hour drive from Oxford Falls. (laughs) So yeah, um, I decided to to go there and it's really good because like I, I learned... Um, music and in a in a in a very safe environment not very like um, crazy you know it's 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 a really great environment I met a lot of people a lot of friends around the world because there are a lot of international students also so I actually learned like different cultures there as well great yeah I definitely want to touch on that a little bit later because there's just so much culture so many people from all around the world especially in Australia and how how long have you been living in the in Australia for right now um I moved in 2010 so I just moved here uh after I turned 18 so that was like 
yeah, 2010. Now it's 2021, so it's around probably this is my 11th year in Sydney. So yeah, and I've never moved back or like moved anywhere else in this entire world like since I moved here because I was thinking like it's very it's a really nice country. It's really nice city to live, and it's like I'm really grateful that I'm actually still here. That's good. Yeah. So I feel like I can. I'll be. I'm talking with the absolute expert when it comes to Sydney, since you've been there for 11 years, and I know you know a lot of things about this city. So it's really, really good. Um, and then one of the questions that I have, I guess, is like one of the basic ones, but that's something that a lot of people want to know. Obviously, when they travel to Australia and Sydney specifically, what are some of the staple places to see? Some of the most important uh, things that everyone should see when they visit the city. So if we go to Sydney, usually people want to go to see Opera House, the Opera House, and in the Opera House, it's not just like a place that people can take photos, and it's not just that. It's actually like if you go in there, they've actually have a really great concerts. Um, I've been a few times to the concerts there. Um, some you know musicians, some um, opera singers, orchestras. And also, they also have a really nice restaurant in the Opera House as well. And a lot of um, bars, small bars and live music um, along the Opera House. So there are a lot of things to see in the Opera House. And you can take photo with the Harbour Bridge as well. And then if you want to um, stroll around the city, um, you wanna, if you want to stroll around the city, you actually can go to Darling Harbour. Um, it's... It's just a, a nice walk um, with a lot of bars, cafes, and also um, they've got like, you know, sitting so people can sit, like seeing the water. And also if you want to go travel a bit further, you can go to Manly Beach. Um, it's, um, you can travel, yeah, and eat, eat fish and chips. Um, and yeah, most people go there and go eat fish and chips. And then you can also... Um, go to the Blue Mountains even further away. You can catch a train or you can drive there and you can see the three sisters there. And yeah, I think most Australians, they love coffee. So I think like if you go to um, Sydney, especially Sydney, or actually Melbourne as well, um, you know, but Sydney, because I live in Sydney. So I think like um, you want to go to all these places but also you don't want to miss out to drink coffee good coffee good coffee okay so coffee is definitely number one sounds like it in sydney so i'll definitely ask yep. you in just a little bit about the recommendations and your favorite places to go there um okay and then another thing is the cost of living you know for those who would love to uh, move there obviously right now with the current pandemic situation is a little bit more difficult but let's just say that you want to move to sydney um, what are the cost of living in the city or the suburbs or maybe, you know, around the city, what people can expect to pay for maybe a room or apartment or anything in anything like this? Yes. Yeah, so um, I feel like the cost of living is quite high. However, we are pretty lucky, though, because our minimum wage is actually quite high as well. So I think it's like a balance. Um um, yeah, so generally cost of living in the city will be slightly higher than if we live in the suburb. So say like a room, probably in the city, you can get a like a private room for around 250 or $300 per week. Um, so we, we charge by weeks. And oh, in the week. suburbs, you can, yeah, per week. So 
um, usually it depends on like how new the building is. You know, um, you can usually in the city you can get you know that price, um, two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars, like private room. Um, if you go to the suburb, however, um, you can you can go and like rent a two bedroom apartments for like around four hundred dollars. It's yeah, it's different per week, yeah. So it's kind of like two hundred dollars um per room, but like you know, it's it's quite nice. You have the whole the whole um area of living. Well, in the city, two hundred fifty and three hundred dollars. It's like just one room. So yeah, it's 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 quite different. But it's also um bear in mind that um our minimum wage is actually quite high as well. I think like our minimum wage. Currently, it's like around nineteen dollars per hour. Um, wow! Yeah, so it's pretty good. So with like one hour of working, you can actually go watch a movie or something, and also or drink eat. a coffee. Yeah, <laughs> definitely drink a coffee. Um, so that's why, like, it's 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 high, but because of the wage is quite high as well. So kind of like it's a balance between those two. So yeah. Now I was just saying, is it usually uh, per contract? Do you sign a contract and some sort of a lease per month or per week, or how does it work in Australia? Yes, um, it depends. Or it depends. Sometimes, like if it's students, you actually expect you know you you kind of like rent it rent a room together. Say like like three people, and then like you rent a room and like you sign a contract together. However, there are also like students accommodations. Well, you can just um, go to the student accommodation and pe- someone will arrange your um, accommodation. So they just gave you like, okay, this room, so you don't have to sign a contract or something, but you will um, um, notify like, you know, say two two weeks in advance if you want to move out, like, you know, with the bond security money. Um, while if you're like talking to like young professionals, like professional people who, who are already working, they probably like sign a list, um, you know, for like, for, for their own, accommodation so yeah it's kind of like pretty general in terms of like signing um yeah leasing something yeah gotcha gotcha and another question i have for you is getting around the city because obviously when you live in europe maybe in places like paris london uh, maybe even new york in the states right you can easily use public transportation which is fine but when you live in LA or Miami or any like other cities where you really rely on the car, that might be a little bit difficult. How's the situation like in Sydney specifically? Do you actually need a car or is public transportation just absolutely fine? Yes. Yeah, so when I actually went to LA, um, that's when I that's when we met actually. Yeah. So it was really crazy that it took me three hours, which was one train, two bus to go to a place. It's crazy. While you're driving, it's just only like half an hour. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. But in Sydney, um, you can actually go anywhere with public transport. So we've got train, bus, ferry, metro, and light rail. So they just yeah. open, yeah, they just open a metro, which was similar like New York subway, uh, New York metro. Um, and the train is, it's just, it's just pretty much, the same it's like the same like train and metro but the train has a different design than metro um so metro you you will sit like in one row while mm. train is like um next to right. each other you know so it's different um but if you want to travel around you can just 
use public transport. Um, sometimes it will take longer, but it's not gonna be as crazy as when I when I was in LA because like public transport was actually like quite good. Um, and like the one I I currently live in a suburb, and to get to my place from from my place to the city is only like half an hour on a bus. Um, it's nice. pretty, it's pretty good. Like the, the bus is also like express bus and we can also drive. Um, yeah, we can also drive to places if, if you would like to, but if you don't have cars, you can actually travel as well, um, by public transport. Gotcha. So it sounds like it's pretty easy to go around in the city, which is really good. That's something I'm going to be looking forward to when I'm going to be moving somewhere to a new place. And what, what about the prices? What about the prices? Like just approximately are the like tickets for a subway or a bus? Are they fairly expensive comparing to other cities that you've been to? Yes. Yeah, so basically, um, there is this card called Opal card. So you, with mm-hmm. the Opal card, you can actually travel everywhere. Um, the cost is depend depending on distance, I guess. Um, it's it's from three dollars something until like five dollars, I think, depending also whether it's a peak hour or not during during rush hour. So. Um, we actually have like if you already use it for like eight times, the cost will go lower. So it's yeah, that's yeah, that's generally for everything. So for for any public transport, once you've like tapped for like eight times, it's actually go lower. And also, um, we've got a concession cards for um students as well as for um pensioner. So they 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 pay like less less cost gotcha. for, yeah for traveling for traveling that's good so get some discount discounts and stuff like that just good yes, um okay what about the climate and weather in in sydney in particular because i remember when i went there back in like i said about 2012 2013 i went there during december it was pretty good weather it was it was actually pretty okay how is it uh in sydney in particular yes it's actually pretty good um we have varieties of weather um there are sometimes some weeks that it's cold and raining but some weeks also that's like warm and sunny um it depends like um depends on like which season of the year um usually like during autumn it's a bit like windy um but um apart from that usually we 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 generally get pretty lucky with the sun so we are really grateful for that that's good. Perfect. What about the um, culture? Because like I mentioned, uh, there are plenty of people from all around the world. I know a lot of people from Asia go to Australia, they find a job. So there's a mix of diverse community, I would say, in, in the area. Uh, I just want to know specifically in Sydney, how is it like you know, when it comes to culture and, and the languages that are spoken in the region? Yes, it's very multicultural city especially in in Sydney um yeah it's very different every time when you go to like different suburbs or different part of Sydney like in the city or like the downtown area like there are a lot of students or like people from Japan people from Korea from Indonesia like mainly like you see a lot of Asian in the city um because probably like students stay there and then like you know it's easier to get to um 
but if you go to like the different suburbs like the northern beaches area it's um it's like near oxford falls the one that i used to live um it's actually like a lot of australians um the the origin like you know australian people because i think australian also love the beach so it's uh. very close to the beach yes um and when you go to towards like towards the west side um there you'll see more culture as well like more asian like a lot of indians a lot of lebanese um it's just different varieties and some actually some australians like also go and um live out west because like you know the cost of living is probably not as expensive as if you go to the northern area or um the the actually closer closer to the downtown area so yeah it's very you know diverse and if you go to uni to work just different different culture everywhere yeah what about the languages though because i know that probably obviously english will be number one but what are some other languages they can hear on the street oh well english will be number one but what sort of english though <laughs> it's right. australian english um yeah. yes that's when i was um when i was moved here when the first time i moved here i was actually thinking like english is just english right mm-hmm. uh, but it's so different well um there are like not a lot of americans here um well i don't actually hear a lot of americans but mainly like um Australians and English would be you know, like a lot of Chinese as well sometimes Mandarin um sometimes yeah Korean Japanese there are a lot well there are a lot of Asian languages I suppose um I yeah when I go to the city or like when I travel um I I heard those languages like if you go to the west Parramatta area there are a lot of Indians as well like you will hear like a lot of Indian well, I don't know what's the language in India, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Wow. Okay. So, um, another question I have is your, um, ideas of like day trips, cause we just covered a little bit about things that you can do in the city. Um, what would you say that is something that when people come to the city for a few days where they can go outside and explore a little bit more for, let's just say a day trip. So definitely go to the city, the downtown area. And like I said before, um, just go to Opera House, strolling around Harbour Bridge, um, Kirribilli, Manly to eat fish and chips. Um, that's the city area. Um, there is another area called Barangaroo. It's in the city. It's a new area. Um, there are a lot of eatery. Um, but if you want to go travel further, like a day trip, like you can go to the Hunter Valley. Um, Hunter Valley would be like wine. If you love wine, wine tasting everywhere, cheese tasting, as well as chocolate. And then if you want to go to a different place, there is a place called Kangaroo Valley. I like mm-hmm. Kangaroo Valley. It's a personal favorite. Um, you can go canoeing there. It's like, it's pretty much like a really small town, but it's it's really nice with like nature. Um, you can go. It's about like two hours drive there from, mm-hmm. pro- probably from the city. So two hours drive to Kangaroo Valley. It's about two hours drive up north to Hunter Valley. Um, or if you want to go down even further, so Kangaroo Valley is like south. Um, mm-hmm. Hunter Valley is up up north. So if you want to go down south even further you can go to Barrow, Barima and Barry. That's like the Southern Highlands area. Um it's very like a lot of museums, a lot of like small um small shops. Yeah. 
cafes, obviously. And yeah, and you can even go to Canberra or something. Canberra would be three hours drive. So yeah, and then you have a different state. Yeah, exactly. And then there's uh, Brisbane. How far is Brisbane actually from Sydney up north? How many hours is that? If you drive, it's around 15 hours probably. Okay, never mind. Okay, I guess Australia is a little bit bigger than I thought. I was like, yeah, go to Brisbane. Never mind. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that Australia is much bigger than than it really is. Yeah, it's pretty far. But okay. it is pretty. It's pretty far. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I want to know. So we just talked about some of the ideas for day trips and things to do in the city. But those are the things like you can. Theoretically, I mean, you can find it online, but I want to talk about your personal recommendations specifically, since you've been living in Sydney for quite some time, and I'm sure you've explored a lot of different parks and venues, and I'm sure a lot of coffee shops. I want to know a little bit more about your favorites, something that people cannot really find on the internet or something that you love and you go to very often. Yes, yeah, so with coffee shops, like cafes, um, I would go to places like um, actually, like if you if you go to a place, like you'll see like a different ambience. You know, when the design is nice, usually the coffee is nice. Um, I I really like small cafes because like with the small cafes and neat design, very modern. They usually have really good. They actually think about the design, so their coffee would be good. Um, my personal favorite is like um, the beans called Campos um so yeah campus um and it's really nice um it's very fruity with the yeah with their beans it's very fruity you can find it in alexandria or newtown campus and also um there is this place it's very hype as well it's called the grounds and they have two different um places the grounds of alexandria and in the city so they have a different uh their you know their design is really good and their coffee is always good so um that coffee is like a little stronger which i like and if you want to go to different um coffee well that's that's probably the two that's probably the two beans that i really like and recommend and also like ona is also um it's based in i think i i knew it from canberra but i think like they have they have it here as well in Sydney now. Um, in terms of shops, um, I'm thinking of like, I don't really like shopping, to be honest. But if I have to take people to go shopping, um, we go to Birkenhead Point, which is like a, um, a factory outlet. And also DFO in Hombush. It's, you know, they, they've got like, you know, reasonable price um, right. in terms of like shopping but if you can go to Westfield as well obviously if you want right. to go to Westfield like for like more branded um, and then maybe venues with venues um, I would also think you know like something like Opera House if you want to see live music um, live acts and they've got a lot of musicals here like um, Lyric Theatre uh, the Capitol Theater, and also if you wanna just go to like small um venues, which I like, you know, underground. Um, you wanna go to like live music places, um, Johnson Street Jazz. Um, you can go to this um French restaurant that I always play at. Um, it's an underground French restaurant in the city. It's called Hubert, and they've got live jazz every day, which is really Ooh. cool. Oh I know. Gosh, I love it. Yeah, it's like when you enter, it's kind of like, oh, 
the ambience is so nice um yeah so that's it and like in terms of parks um i reckon like our local parks usually like really good already like people usually people go to local parks they've got playgrounds they've got you know things to do like walk 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 their dog around and but if you want to say about the names of parks um botanical garden it's in the city um close to the opera house um they've got really nice views um a lot of lookouts as well a lot of really great lookout it's called north head in manly and then there is also a lookout that i really like it's berry's base lookout it's really good it's overlooking the harbor and opera house and then the blues point as well is really nice and the last one i just recently went there it's cabarita it's actually quite nice as well with like you know water water view walk around so yeah that's, that's awesome. Wow. That, that's, that's a lot of good recommendation. Honestly. I wish I knew you like 20 years ago or 10 years yeah. ago and I emailed you earlier and asked about all those, you know, recommendations. Know. That's, that's like amazing. Really, really great. I'm going to, I know it sounds like a lot, but I'm going to put all the information that you just shared uh, with us on my Patreon account and my show notes that I put on a weekly basis. So people can go over that and see all the recommendations. Cause I think, you know, when people travel, they just don't want to go on typical trip advisor and look for just your typical coffee places right they're looking for they're a little bit more selective i would say nowadays which is really really good i think so and um and then one of the last questions that i have for you is uh quality of life in sydney specifically how is it like comparing to other places that you've been to yes i think the quality of of life in sydney is very very good the government is very looking after our you know their their citizens and it's yeah we we are very lucky here we've got a lot of like um health support it's called medicare card and we can we can go to see the doctor for free you know it's it's very good that we've got that so you, you know if, if someone cannot pay obviously like you know that the government because we obviously we pay tax and we 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 actually very grateful that the tax actually goes to you know all of these you know Medicare for the health and also there is this thing called Centrelink as well. Um, Centrelink, while people who who cannot like have income, I think who has income less than some certain amount, they they get like government support as well. And we've got a lot of government grants here. Like during this pandemic, like the government really helps like all small businesses with like um, few grants. And like also there is this program called JobKeeper and JobSeeker. And it's from the government who actually like for someone who, who lost their job and like they cannot find job, they actually give like money to support them. And yeah, the quality of life, it's like people's, I think people are really happy here because like, looking at the nature like it's very it's very great you know and like people just can walk the dog around the park and like talk to other people drink coffee wow yeah this is one of the reasons uh you know a lot of people always say i have a lot of friends and family members that always say australia 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 is like an amazing place and 
what you've been telling me, you know, it's obviously, I'm sure there are some, some negatives, of course, just like everywhere else, but at least from what you're telling me when it comes to quality of life, uh, things to do, you know, and then when it comes to living conditions, it sounds like a really good place. So I'm happy for you. You've been there for quite some time, which is really, really great. Um, and then would you say that it's, uh, you know, Sydney, especially staying in Sydney, is that something where you see yourself for the foreseeable future or are you planning on venturing somewhere else? Well, at this stage, I think like I really love Sydney. I built my businesses here in Sydney and I started my kind of professional journey here as well in Sydney. However, um, we were actually thinking probably to see like different possibilities in different states of Australia. Um, we can do that, you know, if the business is like going better and better and we can probably branch out different state and well, we'll see, you know, Sydney is still great at the moment, um, but we never know, you know, we may move to a different state, but we'll see. We don't know yet. That's true. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And this is exactly what I really want to talk about next week with you about your business, your journey with music, uh, your passions, because this is really, really interesting. I want to touch more about that, not just specifically Sydney, but I'm really glad that this week we're able to talk more about the ins and outs and things to do and how it's living like in, in Sydney. And I hope that after listening to this, you know, people get a little bit better uh, perspective that uh, there is just so much to do and Sydney should not be just a stopover, you know, uh, the airport. You should really explore the city and, and get that coffee, you know, go to those coffee places and listen to jazz and listen to you, you know, when you're in the city. So, Amanda, uh, thanks a lot once again. We'll catch up next week for sure. I appreciate you being right here. Thank you. Thanks a lot for joining the podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and also let your friends and family know about Journey to Freedom. Also, consider supporting me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash journey to freedom. Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on a one-on-one basis. It's a place where I share exclusive content such as personal spreadsheets, traveling tips and advice, and of course, show notes from every single episode. It's a place where you can find a lot of insightful links, files, and so much more. Thanks a lot for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.